Hey. <laughs> That's how you should start every podcast. Yeah. Hey, listener. What are you doing? <laughs> They're like the, the classic YouTube. of like, hi, guys. Oh, like, yeah. Like, today I'm going to show you how to, you know, yeah. a life hack. On this video, I'm going to show you this video about a video. Fucking life hack all over their fucking face. <laughs> So, welcome <laughs> to Broken Corners. Ah! <laughs> I am Karen. And I am Armando. <laughs> and we are firmly, firmly settled into our 40s. Yes, cranky. Cranky, cranky folks. I'm not cranky. You're not cranky? I, no, no, no. I'm, I'm on an upswing. Oh, you were cranky. I was cranky for like two months. Mm-hmm. But I, I, at the moment, I'm on an upswing, and I'm enjoying it. I think people are allowed to get cranky. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. You know, I, I don't think that everyone, you know, has to be peachy king. <laughs> yeah. So, this week's episode, we were supposed to... Well, last week's episode, we were supposed to... We cut last week, and we all had a party. Oh, yeah. Brian's birthday party. It was fun. It was lovely. New memories. New memories. We all saw each other. I so know. So far, there... so good with breakthrough cases. <laughs> it was not a. It was not a super spreader event. So far, yeah. We don't every, know. Everyone was vaccinated if, that we know of. The only there were only two people I wasn't sure about, but it felt like yeah. I'm not too sure about those those shady guys in the corner. Uh huh. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, but it was all outside, and I don't know. There was a moment where, like, everyone was doing, like, the standard crosstalk, you know, where you've got, like, four conversations going, but yeah, it's like everyone's throwing balls over the top of their conversation, and it's like, oh, we're back. Yeah. We're not all the way back, but we're back. I mean, we're, yeah, it was, yeah. Or if, if not back, we just decided to say, fuck it. I didn't feel like that. I mean, I don't know. Like eat with Delta, there were there were enough um, enough safety safety things. We had taken enough precautions. Like we, yes. there were enough layered precautions, at least for me to feel comfortable with. But, yeah, yeah. You know, but like we talked about before, it goes in and out. So. A A A A F F F F E E E E T T T T Y Y Y Y Dance Dance. Sorry. Is is that uh what triggered that? Uh, you said safety, and I just oh. thought of safety dance. Gotcha. Yeah. Also, I've been like really busy with work, so like my brain is like slightly fried. <laughs> so like a little like I'm on like reserve, like you know, like mental reserves. Yep. I'm just like you know. Oh, pretty pony. <laughs> Just imagine there's like inside your head there's the the metal the metal food that's left. It's down to like half an M and M. Yeah. Or not even an M M&M, and M, like a Skittle. Ugh. And the like rat of your brain is just chewing on the like half half lime Skittle that's left. Yeah. But that Skittle's gonna stay because we don't like Skittles. <laughs> right? Well, I don't like candy. Yeah. I don't like sugar candy. I like chocolate. I don't like sugar candy. I don't like I sugar like candy. Yeah. Like, I don't like lollipops. I don't like 
suck things. When you say you don't like sugar candy, does that mean you do like chocolate? Yeah, I like chocolate. I like M&M's. I like, you know, chocolate bars. You know, I'm a little iffy on some of those, too. Yeah. Because I don't like um, milk chocolate that much. I like dark chocolate. Me either. But it's, um, I'm a dark chocolate person, but then every so often you get a milk chocolate breakthrough where you have a piece for some reason and you're just like, oh, okay. Yeah, like M&M's and Kit Kats are like my go-to's. Like for mm. milk chocolate, Kit Kat, and or Nestle Crunch as well. Do you like mint chocolate? I don't mind mint chocolate. It depends. Like a good peppermint patty is good. Because um, the mint chocolate Kit Kat's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. I've had it. <laughs> what were those? Those Andes mint? Those Andes candies? Oh, I love those. When I was little, that was like one of the only candies that would be in the house. They were in. I discovered them in the butter, um, the butter drawer, drawer. Like there was our fridge had one of those old school butter. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so my mom would put them in there, and so I would steal them, and then I'd go get under the porch and eat them, and leave the wrappers under there. Wow. Yep, I was a mint chocolate troll. <laughs> I gotta steal. I gotta steal a little time for myself. <laughs> I'm five years old. When I need to kick back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no um oh you know what else is good the chunky i like a chunky bar oh i don't know the chunky bar chunky has like the peanuts or is it almonds and raisins and the chocolate oh okay very good very <laughs> satisfying it's chunky i see i don't like you know i don't like caramel so i don't like other chocolate bars and i don't like nougats oh so i'm very yeah i'm very picky when it comes to things. like three musketeers would be your nightmare Ooh. Gives you that oh. like weird thing in the back of your throat. Oh, I love it. Although I haven't had one in probably like five years, but yeah, that's good. It probably tastes different now if you were to have one. Is everything like, made differently? Right. It just all tastes like chemicals. Yeah, like I tried to have like a ravioli chef boyardee, and it totally tasted <laughs> terrible. Yeah, I was like, this is, does not taste like my childhood, or maybe it does. <laughs> Why is this canned meat less delicious than I remember? <laughs> and it's like it's the amount of sodium for a month. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. If you just eat rice cakes. Uh, well, so I feel a little conflicted about the the show we picked for this week. So, yeah, we were supposed to do a show for our Highlander, but then work once again got in the way, so... On the fly, Karen said, "How about this?" And I watched it, and it was it was. I, I remember that episode. It was um, from the Cosby Show. Uh oh, what happened? Cosby Show. Well, what's wrong with the Cosby Show? Cosby Show. Cosby. No Cosby. Rapist. <laughs> serial rapist. Bill Cosby, what serial kind of, rapist. What kind of brand is that? Where does who makes that? Is that, <laughs> is that Kellogg's? <laughs> yeah. Kellogg's Cosby. <laughs> it's yeah. So as soon as like we talked about doing this show, and then roughly five to seven minutes later, I was like, "Oh, I don't know if that's maybe I, I don't." Yeah, I just don't know if I'm being an apologist. But so I guess what I wanted to talk about was how like you know there there are shows <laughs> there are shows like it's the whole thing of when you learn you learn things about a creator down the road 
but then their art actually did have a positive impact on you. Yeah, I mean, you know... Maybe that's not a fun place to start. I mean, yeah, well, like someone having an impact on you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, so this episode is called Cliff in Love. Mm -hmm. From season two. (laughs) And Sandra, which is the the oldest daughter. Yes. The clearly unrelated daughter. Um, Why do you say she's unrelated? I don't know. She just doesn't look like them at all. She kind of looks like the mother. You think? A little bit. Okay. Because she, she's, I mean, she is a little bit lighter skinned, but I mean. That happens. You know, the, the, the color palette, you know, runs, you know, all the colors, you know. Yeah, you can paint with and, all the colors of the wind. Yeah, no, I, yeah. And within, you know, people of color, there, you know, babies come out. All types of beautiful colors. Yeah, so. you can be light skinned. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, okay. she definitely uh, dressed like the mom in their '80s attire. <laughs> oh, yeah, she was a little more preppy to me. Mm, yeah, but okay. So Sandra, I and I think I don't know if I remember this for sure, but I think she was like an add-on to the kids because they wanted to have someone in college because Cosby wanted to emphasize the education message. <laughs> Yeah, I think in the first season she wasn't there, but I think she was talked about, if I'm not mistaken. Right. But I can't recall. I'm definitely not going back to watch it. it. (laughs) Okay, so Sandra (laughs) breaks up with her boyfriend, Elvin. Oh, it's Elvin, not Alvin. That's funny. And is depressed, takes it out on the family. Cliff and Claire aren't happy, or they aren't unhappy because they don't like Elvin. Later, Elvin shows up at the house with flowers and tries to apologize. While there, he says sexist things to Claire, who be- who quickly becomes annoyed. Oh, wait. I missed all that. Yeah? You, cause in the clips, it was just three clips. Oh, maybe. I think the one I sent you was just the first video in the, of the... Yeah, and then there was a one, a two, and a three, but I missed all that. Yeah? I wonder why it seems so short. <laughs> Um, like, do you remember they, did you see the part where Cliff found the other guy to be Sandra? Yes, that, I, so, yeah, yeah, the, I forgot his name, he's, he it, was, he's the guy who later was Denise's husband, they brought him back, he was the naval officer she married. Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> he's a very handsome man. He was also in this movie with, I want to say, Tommy Davidson? Where he was like the straight laced, um, like yuppie kind of dude, and he needed to. Oh, he want. I think it was he wanted to get with Holly Berry, but she was like more like hip, and you know, like they were just from two different worlds. Mm. And Tommy Davidson had to kind of like make him cool. What movie was that? I don't know. Sleeping with the enemy. You saying Holly Berry's an enemy? <laughs> wow. Uh, this episode, it, like, I, I always remember this episode because at the end, Claire goes off on Elvin. Yes. And she, like, she says she'll bring him and Cliff coffee. And mm-hmm. he was like, oh, I didn't think you did that kind of thing. And she was like, what do you mean? Like, serve your man? And he says yes. And then she tells him, you know, like, if, if he doesn't get it together 
and you know drop these sexist attitudes and stop acting like this that you know they'll never be anybody bringing him anything anywhere anytime anyhow anyway you know and she speaks very quickly and it's very i like it it's a lot of sass it's a lot of sass it's a lot of uh, sass. I don't I was just thinking like this always this episode always stuck with me because this was such a like this was one of the things where I as as a little kid was just like, oh, that's that's um like the kind of respect that a woman should have for herself. Mm-hmm. And I still like it. Oh, no, it was good. It was it was it was it was good. I mean everything about it, it was, you know, it was the one scene where um after right after that um where cliff says uh basically whatever she brings don't drink it <laughs> and i was like speaking from experience oh god you're right <laughs> oh man oh man it's like too little too too much on the nose there buddy yeah which is why she defended him because they were in it together Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an Epstein thing and the other lady. Maxwell Jiswell, what's her name? Jizzeline? Jizzeline. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's Jizzeline. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's born with it. No. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, it, it's, t- Yeah. I almost I feel paralyzed about even like talking about this episode, but that was the main thing was I just thought like that was because like there was so much sexism in the way I was raised compared mm-hmm. with my brother that it was I I remember seeing this and being like, Oh, other you know, other people think that's crap. Right. Like <laughs> uh, you're not alone in the in this Yeah. And like here's a family where like they're raising their daughters to you know not believe the kind of stuff that i'm being raised with and that's cool right they don't want their daughters to get serial raped oh oh what did you say (laughs) sorry don't let your daughters date cow what's the song (laughs) don't don't your babies grow up to be cow uh i guess it's be cowboys i thought it was date cow date cowboys love cowboys I don't know. Or um, or Cosby. Do you have any episodes of the Cosby show that were big for you? Nah. (laughs) (laughs) Nah. Did you just not like it? I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't really care. I Yeah. Nah. Nah. (laughs) But uh, no, I mean, you know, it, it was fun to, I mean, the show, the show when I was watching, I was like, oh. It's nice. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, oh, yeah, you don't want to support that. But, I mean, you know, we yeah. didn't know back then. I felt Nobody like at knew. least watching it, like, watching it on YouTube from a stolen, uh, you know, from somebody's <laughs> channel that stole it, that at yeah. least it wasn't giving revenue anywhere. It shouldn't. I don't. Mm, I mean, I don't think watching that and, and talking about it kind of, I don't think it uncancels uh, anybody. I think. Uncanceling is when you start getting, um, you know, with regards to you know, a celebrity. I think is when you start getting booked again and start getting gigs and shit. Mm-hmm. Like then you're like, oh, well, that was you know, and it happens a lot where like there's like a period of time like 
it's like a, like almost like a a sentence, so to speak. You've been mm. sentenced for a year of like you know no one's going to hear from you, and then all of a sudden they all come back. A lot of them do anyway. It's, it's kind of it, weird. Yeah, I think it depends on the severity, but of what they did. Yeah, and it also depends on how much money you're able to make the studio or whatever. <clears throat> right. Stu Stu Studio. Uh all right, well so there's that. Alright, well. Have a good week. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. What'd you think about her singing? Oh, she has a beautiful voice. What was she singing? Oh wait. Oh, not Claire. It was Sandra. Yeah. Oh my god, that song. What yeah. song was that? It was some I don't think it's a real song. It was like the flowers have died. There's no morning dew. Oh. And she would just sing it over the crickets. No, no love songs, and I feel so blue. Ugh. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know why I watched like when I watched this episode. I always remembered that song, like Ugh. stuck in my head for three years. For thirty, for thirty three years. <laughs> yeah. but that's yes that's how like in the beginning of the episode that's what she's just walking around like doing the equivalent of like only listening to the sample on an mp3 and just singing those two lines over and over it's funny yeah i was just just so weird (laughs) i'm sure it wasn't a real song because they didn't want to pay royalties for it yeah and that part i've never seen a brownstone that big yeah, one time Brian told me that uh, my ideas of, of what living in New York was like were uh, warped by the Cosby show. I mean, yeah, the Cosby show, Friends with their big-ass um, apartments. Sex in the City. I guess. I've never seen that show. Definitely Will and Grace. They're, yeah, they're Will, like, Will had a big-ass apartment. He really did. <clears throat> that, like, really large. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah apartments on tv i forgot like someone did like dioramas of like all the apartments in like sitcoms in new york okay it was kind of cool just to see how like ridiculous um size these apartments are yeah i mean my apartment now is like probably 650 square feet mm-hmm. and i have outside space but you know it's decent sized yeah, for, for here. Well, it's not like you know Curtis Sliwa with his three hundred twenty-five square feet and one hundred and forty-seven cats. Who is Curtis Sliwa? <laughs> That's what everybody's going to be asking themselves on election day. He's the Republican candidate for mayor. Oh, really? The Republicans yeah. have a cat man. <laughs> yeah, they do have a cat man. Huh? Cat, cat. cat. <laughs> you know what's weird? What? Uh, the other day I was at work, right? And mm-hmm. someone, I mean, how would you react if someone told you this? Um, so I was, we were trying to like solve a problem over the phone and um, someone told me, your voice does not match your face. Uh, um, uh, yeah, that's what I said. Oh, I'm not sure. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess the question is, what did you think I looked like? I don't know. Well, I had, I had, I've met this person prior too, so I don't, I don't know. And I had said, well, you know, it's morning, and you know, 
allergies. My voice might be a little bit deeper. I don't know. Yeah. So were I'm you not doing really like sure. a full Barry White voice? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure about what I, I didn't, and um, I I didn't have the um, security to ask. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I didn't feel like like I didn't feel like being like insulted right yeah. there and there. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought it was funny. It is funny. Ricardo, when we first started recording, was like, your voices are so sexy compared to... And I was like, compared to what? Compared to real life. Yeah. Yeah. I think Brian thought we were putting on voices, but I don't think we were. I think I, we were a little nervous in the beginning, but... I, yeah. and, and I, Well, yeah. And I don't want to shout into the mic, so I usually keep my voice lower. <laughs> Otherwise, I sound like um, Pee Wee Herman. No. <laughs> you sound uh, no. You sound like Elf. I'm ah, just kidding. Ah, <laughs> I killed me. Ah, could you? <laughs> how great it would have been if like um, Sandra was crying over breaking up with Elf. Ah, Elfin. <laughs> Elfin. <laughs> You know that guy. I don't know why people are fucking douchebags, but that guy, um, like maybe three years ago, was recently like not recent. Well, three years ago was like spotted like bagging groceries because he. Oh, was, Jeffrey Owens. Yeah. Yeah. And then like people were like giving him shit. I'm like, the man's working at least. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, of course he must. You know, this is not ideal, but like, at least he's working. And then like after everyone complained, people started giving him gigs again. Yeah. He was in Mythic Quest for a hot second. Oh, okay. That's yeah, great. Yeah, like episode. He's a yeah. good actor. Yeah, he's great. He's great. I, I mean, I he was so he was so um so young there in this episode. Yeah. That's I don't know. That's crappy. Like work is work. Like Yeah. I'm not like capitalism express train over here, but like gotta just have some fucking respect for people good lord well yeah i mean it's you know the thing is you can't like tout capitalism and then get mad at people for trying to work yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like well yeah i really do think we talked about this at the time but that's all right go back to the back catalog and see that's if we right. have anything else to say that's right you think we remember everything we don't we remember nothing I just said to my therapist this morning because she was taking notes and she was like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna remember this for you know when this comes around." And I was like, "That's, I'm, I love having you as my memory because I don't take <laughs> notes about myself." Just wait five seconds. I'm gonna say it again. Yep. <laughs> Margot always said, "My friend from high school when, uh, when we were <laughs> probably at like our senior year of high school, she told me I'm gonna write a book. It's gonna be." It's going to be stories from you and from Tim, her boyfriend, who be her husband. Of like, mm-hmm. uh, the first the first paragraph, the first chapter will be a story from you. The second will be a story from him. The third chapter will be the same story from you, just the tiniest bit different. And it was it was just gonna, <laughs> yeah, keep going. Maybe ten chapters. I mean, that would be kind of interesting. <laughs> I mean, I know you're reading the same thing, but it's just like if you could if you could spot the the changes, so to speak, mm-hmm. and then you'd be like, "Oh shit!" Oh, speaking of spotting changes, um, you mentioned American Horror Story Roanoke. 
Oh yeah, so I was um, listening to this uh, American History Storyteller, whatever the fuck the name of the podcast is. It's really cool, um, and they were talking about um, like the lost civilization of Roanoke in like fifteen, I want to say eighty something. Uh huh. And like basically, like Roanoke, I think is the first uh, colony settled by the English. Yep. Um, it's like twenty years prior to Jamestown, I think. Correct. And uh, that's right. And um, it was like, which I also didn't know. It's like right off of like the Outer Banks. Yeah. So then um, apparently they just left like a hundred plus people there on a fort mm-hmm. and they all disappeared yep. when they came back. But like, you know, it's funny because like it takes like all this. Like, they didn't come back to like years later because, uh, well, it takes like six months to get from us to England. Yeah. And then and that- also... They couldn't sail because of the war with Spain. Uh huh. What were you gonna say? I, I cut you off. No, no, no. That's okay. No, I was gonna say it was it was years, it, but it was it was three years. Like I guess I had always thought it was longer than that. Oh, I thought it was longer too. Okay, yeah. so because so, they like yeah. they recalled the they they recalled the governor of, of the little of the little village of the, the settlement to england and like you said he couldn't get back but yeah they came back three years later and it was just gone yeah and it was i believe it was the governor's granddaughter was the first english person born in the united states and her name is virginia dare okay and apparently i haven't looked into this but apparently like she is used as a symbol for feminism oh white nationalism. i don't know white nationalism and oh. uh yeah white supremacy <clears throat> cool right wait <laughs> no, did, you, did you mean cool. feminism when you said it i did yeah oh I don't so know. yeah so she's used uh so apparently like because people who have romanticized and um like romanticized her living amongst a quote-unquote natives you know the indigenous people um that, you know, somehow they've, I don't know, like made up her whole fucking story when no one actually knows anything about this child. She probably died like a week later. You're like, no, one, like, you know what I mean? Right. But <clears throat> yeah, they've basically. And was she, was she part of the colony that disappeared? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting that like, so, like, you know, I don't know. It's just weird how people use symbols for shit that they just made, like, not made up, but like, yeah, you don't know anything about it. I'm just going to use this as a symbol of. Yeah, I've heard that white supremacists sanity. are like big into um, into Norse mythology, too. So they'll have handles that include Thor and stuff like that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess anything. The without... father. Anything without color, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's so weird. The whole thing is so weird. Oh. Um, wait, so did you watch American Horror Story, Roanoke? I saw the first uh, 10 minutes of the first episode, and I, I kind of turned it off. Oh, why? <clears throat> it, it, so I didn't know that it, it, it starts off with... Um, like, um, what do you call it? Like a true crime type thing? Like a... Oh, yeah. There's like an embedded uh, true crime documentary in the story. Right. So the people are being interviewed and... The then real you people. S- yeah. 
And then you see like a dramatization with actors, <laughs> you know, and then you're just like, it took me, you know, it's funny. It took me a minute to realize what the fuck was going on. Yeah. It I'm is like, confusing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you see Sarah Paulson and Cuba Gooden Jr., I think is the dude. Uh-huh. And they're the reenactors, right? Yep. And then I don't know who. The, oh, it's um, what's her name? Lily Rabe. Yeah, her, and I don't know who the other guy is. He was in. Uh, he was in. Uh, Moonlight, I think. But I don't know him either. <clears throat> okay. So I'm like, okay, so they're the ones, and then these are the reenact. It took me a minute to figure that out, <clears throat> but I turned it yeah. off because. Um, It kind of got weird, which is <laughs> fine. American Horror Story got weird um, with the like. Um, I just got to the point where they bought the house in Roanoke, but I was just like, I don't know. I don't like just that whole interaction when they were like bidding on the house. Yeah, made me weird. feel like really uncomfortable with. Like, I, I just wouldn't, I would have been like, you know what? I don't want this house that much. <laughs> you know, with these two, like, you know, stereotypical um, Southern looking evil people, right? Yeah. Well, okay. So the setup is they, this couple lives in LA and then the husband gets uh, punched in the face as part of a gang initiation. These people come by and just sucker punch him in the face. And can you get sucker punched in the face, or is it always the stomach? I, I mean, I think I think any surprise punch is a sucker punch. I right? think yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with any surprise punch is a sucker punch. Okay, so he gets he gets hit bad enough that he's in the hospital. So they decide to just flee L.A. So they go. I think because she's got family connections or something in either what North or South Carolina, North yeah. maybe. I don't. Uh, I think it's. I don't know. Oh, somewhere. Okay. One it's, of the Carolinas. The Carolinas, <laughs> and so they're out like wandering. They, I, yeah, they're out wandering around in the woods, and then they come up on the creepiest ass house you've ever seen. Yeah. And there's, but there's a in the middle of the woods, but there's a sign that says that, uh, it's for sale. There's going to be an auction, and so they go to the auction the next day, and it's just them, the auctioneer, and then these creepy people these like <laughs> towny not even towny country country people country and they want to buy it and the the couple outbids them and the the creepy people are like you'll regret it yeah you'll regret it um and so they move into just the creepiest house you've ever seen yeah and 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 i i, I know we i mentioned kuba gooding but i just want to i just want to also like just basically state that it's a mixed couple in the South <laughs> mm-hmm. um, buying a house and angering to, to these scary dudes. I don't know. I would have been like, nope. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, hey, so I got punched in the face in L.A. Let's come over here and get lynched. Yeah. Nope. Which obviously it's not on black people to not get lynched. No, um, it's it's not. It's not. But it's one of those things where, you know. Like some self self preservation would be good. Stranger danger. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. You know, I don't. You know. Well, do you think you'll do you think you'll ever watch the rest of it? I want to go back. I want to go okay. back. I just have to get over it. Because I will it. say that having that structure, 
of the like reality show within the show yeah really leads to some interesting elements down the road and one thing that's cool about it is like they they kind of you you forget that you forget when you're watching it that you're watching a tv show within the tv show Mm, and so then you are all of a sudden you're like oh is that stuff true right because or is that the dramatization like what liberties are being taken right with these things um and it's especially when they're like the super net like you know there's a point where lady gaga plays a a very um interesting creature Mm. and then you know later i was just like oh that wasn't that was an actor playing that character like that wasn't that's not what actually happened that's what's kind of was remembered or whatever yeah yeah that's the dramatization (laughs) of a supernatural event um and yeah and then later there there's kind of um there is sort of an interesting twist you know two-thirds through the season that i I won't talk about if you're gonna watch it but um it, it is a it is a weird structure i guess it's one of the less popular seasons okay of ahs and i i uh i watched a couple of videos last night about it um but man th- this is definitely the season where i looked away the most okay because there's just- when you mean look away do you mean like not as interested or you mean like uh, it's like a lot of shit is too hard to handle too hard to handle. I'm I'm like a I'm a champion eye closer when stuff is graphic. Like <laughs> I just don't need the ugliness. Gotcha. And I really enjoy the like campiness. And I, American Horror Story is funny to me a decent amount of the time. Um, and it, and I like that it's it's campy up against um, it can be serious and you know whatnot. Like I like the whole kitchen sinkness of it as a show. It just it throws everything against the wall like it puts all these genres up against one another right um but there's because i i grew up in the woods and i like the country people in francis conroy you know Mm. is the uh i don't is the mom of those country people you saw at the auction oh okay and they are not doing good things at their house let's just say that i can't even imagine and so when that stuff was going down, I, I, I think I, I think I actually fast forwarded some of that mm. because I was like, I can't, I cannot, because the idea of like, when you're, when you grow up in the country, at least for me, like you feel safe when there, because there aren't people around. Right. And then once you live in, if you live in a city, then like people around mean safety. Right. And, um, you know, it's the, it's the desolate areas where you have to watch out for yourself in a different way. And yes. so the, I like the, Oh, anytime there's a show where they, there's like people just out in the country doing horrible things in isolation, mm-hmm. it just, yeah. makes my stomach turn. Yeah. I mean, as a, as a person who grew up in the city, I'm always, I don't like big spaces Yeah, because there's nowhere for me to hide. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't like open spaces. I mean, I like an open, you know, space apartment, but I don't want like an open field. Like having yeah. an acre of land freaks me out. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. Like, what the fuck? Anyone like someone could be all the way over there. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, if it's, if it's a flat acre, at least you'll be able to see him. Yeah. 
But that's but, isn't. But that's why, like the the all the Stephen King and other horror movies, the trope of the corn is so terrifying. Oh, because you can't see shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then these like fucking white children, blonde hair, blue eyed children <laughs> come out of the fucking field, and it's like really freaky. Yeah, but corn also like will betray you because it's so rustly. So, like, if you're trying to run away, like, it's so clear where you're going. <laughs> True. <laughs> and you, you know, in like and it, it leaves a trail, too, if you're not careful. Yeah. And, and you can't digest it. That's, yep. The um, older you get, the more you come to accept that. Yeah. So, does the show mention at all about the the people who vanished? Mm-hmm. Oh, it does. Okay. So, oh, right. yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it goes it goes way in on that. So I found it funny because like scholars and all these like um, archaeologists have been really interested in finding out what happened to them. Uh huh. And it it, uh, it now it turns out they're starting to believe like nothing happened. Basically, <laughs> did you hear about like what? Did you hear about the new discoveries now? No, no, tell me. So, like, basically, like, um, when they came back, um, there were words on a tree or something. that it's Crow a, Crow, Right, which was the uh, the name of the native, uh, the indigenous population that were there. The I think on, on like, an adjoining <laughs> island? Yeah, it was, like, the Crow, yeah, like, a, an island nearby. Uh, and they were, like, oh, you know, everybody's been wondering. So, now they're starting to, re- they found, like, pottery in the island nearby. So, basically... They just up and went and lived with the indigenous tribe, the Croatoan. That's basically the theory now. But then how did they all die? They didn't die. They just couldn't find them. They just merged and they just kind of like assimilated into the culture. And then they had like, they have stories, which they're still trying to like. But it was uh, only three years later. Yeah, three years, but they didn't have enough food. They had to go live with the uh, people who knew how to live, you know, on the... Right. And they were already friends with them, so to speak. <laughs> but they... So to speak. <laughs> they... So when the when the governor of the colony came back three years later, carved into a tree was the word Croatoan. Right. And then I also saw something that said that also... Car- that it was also carved the word Crow. Yeah, C-R-O, something like that. Yeah, which... Oh, I thought... I assumed it was like the bird. Okay. I, but they, I don't know. So they were saying like that was a a reference. Like if you came, if you came and carved into a tree was the name of a tribe. And the, I looked at the map last night. And so the, the island that the, that the Croatoans were on was, I don't know, just like a few miles from where Roanoke Island was, I think. Yeah, I, I, I think that's, um, I, I haven't looked in the map. I don't know how far it is, but I think they also said that they were moving around. Okay. So, I don't know. It, it just seems so, I mean, obviously, it, like, communication was non-existent, but it just seems funny that, like, you come back, it's been three years, which is longer than expected, but not that long. Right. And then you're, like, his granddaughter was born there. You know, like, you have family there. Yeah. Gone. And they're just gone, and you're like, "Well, they're gone. No need to gone. look around in this land." Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure. No will. need, no need to like go to the island where the people are with the name carved on the tree. Gone. So apparently, <laughs> um, they were saying 
that one of the beliefs is that the reason why they never really put the reality out there was that it would be too much for the Brit, the British, you know, the pious British to be like, to believe that their people had went and basically immersed themselves in, in this indigenous culture. Oh, like culturally that it would be unacceptable. Oh, okay. Which is why I, I find that really funny, which is why they were like, ah, oh, we'll just leave it like this. Okay. Right? And then see people started, yeah. And people started, you know, people start to fill in the gaps. Right. So now right. it's like, apparently there's like alien, like stories of aliens. There's like all these different, um, well, it's extra funny if they're theory. using that, if they're using his granddaughter as a symbol of white supremacy, when actually, you know, they went and integrated into the, if they really, you know, if they went and integrated into the local population. Yeah, there, it's funny because there's still there, there's like all these stories of like indigenous people with like, um, you know, with like darker skin color, but light eyes and light hair, like, you know, like you could see the, the mixing. Yeah um of people like through so they were like it's most likely that they just lived in the tribe live with them and then just they became immersed in it that that's yeah. you know survival and you know you just kind of like be human have well there's a it. tribe there's a tribe in new jersey that uh i i can't think of the name right now uh, i i want to i don't think it's ramapo it might be the, but anyway, that they uh, were sort of close enough to the city that when people fled from here, mm-hmm. that like there were enslaved people who went to live with them or ended up living with them. And I think also there were um, Hessian mercenaries from the revolutionary war, like the hired German soldiers mm. um, who some of them ended up out there. And so they, you know, they have like a, a, a mix too of, um, of features. Yeah. I mean, everybody's doing it. Yeah. Just, you know, mixing, look at you know, mix. mixing, matching, doing all the things. <laughs> have, have you watched the other seasons of AHS? Uh, I watched season one and I watched season two. Okay. Did I watch, what's season three? Season three is Coven. No, I stopped. That's where I, when Stevie Nicks was in the woods, I was like, this, this is too much for me. Oh, I love that one. is so campy. It's so much fun. It's too much. I didn't like, or wait, was, I don't know if that's season three or season four. There's, I get confused between circus and Coven. It's not called circus. It's called freak show. Circus. A-S circus. That one is messed up where um, you've got Jessica Lange in a David Bowie blue velvet suit singing. Um, oh, shoot. What is his his big song? Which, which I don't one? know. This is a bad story. It, it, that one. I The clown stuff in that one is really scary. I don't even have a problem with clowns, but the clown stuff in that one is terrifying. Okay, so season four is Freak Show. Okay, it is Freak Show. Okay, so three is Coven. So why can't I see what season two is about? Season two is Asylum. Yeah, I love that. That's my favorite one. That's Asylum. the be- That's the, to me. That's the best one by far. It's so good. Yeah. Season one is good too. I, I love the how the um 
the, the maid turns into you know she in his mind <laughs> she's, oh yeah and then turns will, into francis she, conroy yeah all, yeah oh that was good yeah i like ahs i don't know it's um there there definitely is stuff in it that's that's too ugly for me but i just don't focus on those parts and that's how you're able to watch cosby <laughs> that's that's my take on the theme song i hadn't heard that in so long yeah that sounded more like the muppet no not the muppet <laughs> my pitch center was off all right i was all right what is that no what am i singing now no that's do, 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 do. That's um. Yeah. What is that? Is that uh, Andy? 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 Griffith? Griffin? Griffith? Andy, Griffith? Mayberry? Mayberry, right? Yeah, I never saw that show. Too old. Andy. Too old. <laughs> Andy Griffith? Is it Andy? Yeah. Yeah. With what? No. Yeah. Yes. No. Yes. I don't know. Oh it's... no! You're having a stroll. <laughs> oh no! Stroke oh no! Stroke oh. time! What stroke time? <laughs> it's a stroke time. You know what? Something I've been noticing a lot is uh, people like... having strokes. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, of like uh, comedians that I listen to. Like one of my favorites right now is Paul Tompkins, and he is. He will make like you know edgy quote unquote cancer jokes, right? And I'm always a little like ooh, but then it's funny because I still make stroke jokes. Mm. And I'm like, I guess it's because I haven't had one yet. But you know, stuff just I, ra- stuff yeah. rhymes. Stroke jokes. Stroke. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's just funny how like you don't you don't see like they're just things that you're like ah that's hilarious to talk about and then once it becomes an area of sensitivity you're just like i'm not saying it's not funny yeah i i realize <laughs> i realize I, I so like i used to work a long time ago at this jewelry place and you know i was friendly with everybody and i went back uh just once just to, to say steal hi. the jewels oh just no it wasn't a heist just to say hi mm-hmm and this one woman, like, it looked like she was wearing a wig, but for some, I was like twenty something. I said, "Oh, what's up with your hair? What did you have cancer?" Oh no! And then, like, they pulled me aside, like after, and I said, "Oh my fucking god!" And ever since then, I was like, "You know what? Wait, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't make these jokes. Maybe, maybe, maybe they're not funny. Maybe they're hurtful." It's so funny that you, like, I didn't even realize that you were saying it as a joke. I just thought you were saying it as an observation. The idea that it's a joke is really funny. It was a joke, and I said it to her. Right. Yeah, what a douchebag that kid was. (laughs) (laughs) What a piece of shit that kid was. Um, that's like one of those moments you look back, you know, when you ever like, like you start replaying like the greatest hits of your life and you like, it's all these cringe moments. You're just uh-huh. like, Oh fuck. 
that still like make you cringe like today even if it's like 30 years later yeah yeah that's one of them well what were you gonna do you know you had to say it i could have pulled the hair off (laughs) i just could have fucking pulled it off that's right you could have done significantly worse things yeah top of the morning to you and then fucking just knock it off (laughs) (laughs) top of the morning to you is such a great like like gangster uh tough guy thing yeah just top top of the morning to you (laughs) knock it off her head like jimmy it's 8 p.m oh yeah top of the morning to you (laughs) and then give her like the finger for no no reason yeah, I yeah, completely out of nowhere hostility is funny. The idea of it, not actually doing it, when it happens, like say on the subway, it's disconcerting. Yeah, yeah. When someone rages, rage goes from like zero to hundred in like two point two seconds. You're just like, wait, yeah. you're not you matching know, the situation. <laughs> you know the thing when the when you're on the subway and it it stops in between. Yeah. stations and you're not sure how long you're going to be stuck for yeah that's always such a volatile time mm. because people start mumbling yeah and they're like they just want some people just like huff other people say something and obviously they must want some kind of response but like everybody keeps their just keeps their head down and then it but then if there's somebody who screws her a little bit looser it can just kick off yeah, and then the other guy is just fucking jerking off with his hands in his pants. <laughs> There's an assortment. The subway is a fun place. Yeah, I don't miss it that much. <sighs> I don't either. And I'm not really excited about my daughter taking it in <laughs> next yeah. month. But, you know, you got to let the kids grow. You got to let them do their thing. Yep. got to let them learn how to keep a stony face when yeah. you can't yeah. get off the car. You gotta learn how to give him a knife. <laughs> you, know. you gotta let him learn how to take some C4. You know, I mean, I don't know if you want the C4 on the subway. Oh. The C4. Yeah, I have C4 on the C train. I think it's <laughs> apropos. Um, I, thought that oh. was the, I thought that was the cop calling it in for a minute. Oh, C4 on the C train? Mm-hmm. But he seemed just really affable about it. Hey, I have some C4 on the C train. There's a guy with some C4 on the C train. Yeah. Please hold. <laughs> Please hold. <laughs> that seems about right. 911, what's your emergency? Please hold. <laughs> and meanwhile, and then like the operator just eating their fucking lunch. Right. Ain't nobody gonna take me for my fucking delicious sandwich. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Maybe the city never sleeps, but I do take my lunch. That's right. I I have a fucking union. Yeah. This this bitch called out. <laughs> I'm doing a double. Fuck yeah. Um, well, so are we gonna do Outlander next week? Highlander? Oh, Highlander. Right. Outlander is my show. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Correct as usual, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Please hold. <laughs> okay, well, so uh, should we? I mean, we we should just say we're we're maybe a little tired this week. 
Yeah, it's I mean, okay. we're That's a work okay. in progress. We're a work in progress. Yeah. We don't we don't make excuses, but we we are here for our fine listeners. Did you ever listen to <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Oh. oh, no, that's not a conversation for the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. <laughs> Sorry, that's off mic. The that's end. right. And there ain't no paywall for it. <laughs> nope. Paywall, unless you're paying my rent, you ain't paying the paywall. Wow. Boom. Wow. I hate myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> Please hold. Please hold. All right, everybody. Have a good week. Yes. And, and everybody, I include you, Armando. I, and I include you. Oh, I want to oh. say happy birthday to my daughter. Today is her birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Kira. Happy birthday. I'll, Oops. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll see, you know, we eat some cake or something. Yeah. Or if I, or if I ate it already. <laughs> if you had already eaten it right now, that's evil. I would have sang to myself. Yeah. Happy birthday. Sit, just sit, ha, like sitting like crisscross applesauce and then have like the the cake on my lap, like with no shirt on, just crying <laughs> and just eating with my hands. What a visual. Yeah, that'll be a really good incentive for her to succeed and get the hell away from you. <laughs> I'm not happy about taking this train, but I'll take it fuck away from you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do what I got to do. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't, when, usually when the subway um, stalls underneath is when I got to take a shit. Yeah, never fails. That's when I like, or use the bathroom in some weird way. That's what Brian and I call a mudslide. There <laughs> 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 was this one time we got, we, we weren't on the car, but we were stuck in the station in Atlantic. And it was mm-hmm. so goddamn hot. Mm. And I think we were there for like 40 minutes. Oh my God. And uh, and I had to go so bad. And so I started singing like mudslide to the tune of landslide mm-hmm. about how I had to, how I had to go. Yeah. So yeah, we call that a mudslide. I mean, that's just the word. And when they're stuck in between the station, they should just open the doors because like, you know, there's a lot of people who have like claustrophobia or just basically have to take a shit. Yeah. Well, well, where would they go? They would just leave the subway station. Like if you like if you have to really use the bathroom. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha, like, gotcha. You know. In the in fairness, we were on the platform. Oh, okay. Uh, so we we could have left and gotten a car, but I don't know if we were like you know if we had the funds for that at that. Oh, point. I hear you. I mean, you know. And I it's just... it's always the thing where you never like you wait for so long for the train that you're invested and you're just like God damn it I'm getting on this train. You know, as, as for someone, I, I've I've had accidents in my life and I really try to, when I can, um, really just listen to my stomach. You know. Yeah. And like, and, or listen to the clenching muscles of my ass putting up a very good fight, but eventually my it'll lose. <laughs> yes yes i think those are those are all good strategies it's like atlas <laughs> holding oh, the world no. holding, <laughs> holding it tight Man. i've always wanted to do an app that had um had good bathrooms on it like good public bathroom options in new york yeah and out of selfishness a well a i can't design apps 
Uh, but B, I'm like, but then when I want to go to those good bathrooms, they're going to be filthy. That's true. But you can keep a, a running note for yourself, like a running, like, you know. Location. I could share, I could at least share it with my friends. Yeah, you can share it like, yeah. <laughs> this is where you go. I, I mean, you know, at this point, when you really got to go, anything's a bathroom. No. Uh, no. I, for me, anything's a bathroom. Uh, I mean. What? Oof. Yeah, that's fair. The worst time ever was that time we were up at Chantel's all the way up in Washington Heights. Oh, that's and, a long way. Yeah, and I'd had we'd gone out for dinner after this party she had, and I had like a grilled cheese that had just way too much butter for me to handle on yeah. it. And so by the time I almost got off at Michael's uh to go to his place and i was like no it'll be fine and then as soon as the doors closed i was like it's not fine yeah and no. so I, I jumped off at 42nd at bryant park and then it was late enough at night that nothing was open and mm -hmm. like I, I thought i could like go to one of those shitty irish bars around there yeah nothing was open so i saw the lights of times square and i just started heading cross town as fast as i could mm -hmm. and i bought a ticket at a movie theater because it was like one o'clock in the right. morning it was the only thing still open go up first escalator the next escalator's not working and then finally i was just like oh no this is the moment this is the moment yeah uh, but then I got up and like gave my ticket to the guy and he's like, okay, it's, it's, up, it's already started, but it's up there. And I was like, where is the bathroom? <laughs> and that was the most like luxurious $12 shit I ever had. I mean, I think it's worth it. It really was. Cause what was terrible was as I was walking cross town, I was just like, okay, I'm on 42nd street. You know, I'm a, like, I'm way away from home. If like, what are you going to do? <clears throat> Like, if it really goes down, you can't get in a taxi afterwards. I mean, Bryant Park, I just go and be like, put your back against a tree. Yeah. <laughs> I was just more worried about, like, while I was while I was hustling, it was going to happen. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> so, we've, we're, this is back to our roots. This is yeah. good. This, this is, this is, this is yeah. who we are. I still. mean, well, as you get older, you worry about where you have to use the bathroom. I I don't. I'm just a husk. I, I do. I'm like, oh no, I ah uh, okay. <laughs> so if you ever come to New York, that's just something to keep in mind. And COVID really messed everything up because all the bathrooms, a lot of them, they don't let you use them. Oh, yeah, they have to actually make a human connection and be like, no, seriously. And then if the human connection doesn't work, you're just like, all right. so you want, so you want me to poop on your floor? <laughs> Clean up in aisle six. <laughs> And then out comes a gun. Clean up on aisle nine. Please hold. Please hold. <laughs> Please hold. Oh. All right. Uh, yep. We, we good? Uh, we <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we're okay. good. Okay. Everybody have a good week. Have a good week. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye.